Welcome, everyone. This is Will, and I'm here with Cassie, and we are going to be discussing this week's curriculum in the New Testament Come Follow Me uh, manual. It is John 1 this week. Cassie, how's it going? Hey, Will. How are you? Um, Just to kick it off, I, so far this year, have thought it has been really cool how we've started different gospels um, and sort of each addressed the first chapter, and then I'm sure as the year goes on, we'll move backwards. Um, But what I've really liked about this is that we're getting all of these different perspectives um, from people who were all, well, they were not not always there in the moment. They knew Jesus um, and and they lived with Jesus and among Jesus and taught with Jesus. Um, And what I have really liked about studying these um, concurrently is that I think we often forget that history, at least in my definition, history is a story of people. And history is a story that evolves from different people's perspectives and different people's take on events. And a lot of times, especially with really ancient history like this, we really only get one perspective. You know, it's interesting in my family law class the other day, we were talking about like where legal precedent comes from and how um, – and because a lot of times when judges and justices are writing opinions, they look back on the history, like the legal history of a certain um, thing to determine um, what the founders would have done when it comes to the Constitution or um, just what other legislatures have done or what their intent was. Um, and so my professor asked the class, like, what is history? And one person raised their hand and said, um, history is an account of the winners. And I think there is some truth in that, right? We usually, because we usually see history from one perspective, and it's usually the perspective of the person who's lived to tell the tale. Um, but what I really like about getting these four different perspectives is they all choose to start in a different place. And they all choose to start in a different place, but they're telling the same story. Um, and we think about like our own lives and the way that we all experience things. Like we could experience the same thing, but we might be coming from different um, coming from different places. We might understand things differently. We might feel things differently. Things might affect us differently. Um, and so I think this is a really great opportunity to delve into these different perspectives and why they start in different places and what we can learn from that. Yeah, and speaking of history being a record of the winners, um, the four main books of, of Scripture here, the four Gospels, right? Last week we studied Matthew and Luke, and this week it's John. I mean, John was the John was the one that the only one that didn't die. So you know, he's the, he's the big winner, I guess. And but uh, if I could throw in a little bit of background on on John, um, that came actually straight from the Come Follow Me manual that I thought was really helpful in in reading this. Um, so it says John was a disciple of John the Baptist. He later became one of the first followers of Jesus Christ and one of the 12 apostles. He wrote the Gospel of John, several epistles, and the book of Revelation. In his Gospel, he referred to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved and the other disciple. And John's zeal for preaching the Gospel was so strong that he asked to stay on the earth until the second coming so he could bring souls uh, unto Christ. And, and I think it is a great perspective that we get from John contrasted with with Matthew and Luke. And as, as I think I brought up last week, um, they all are writing to a different audience and that helps us, I think, to understand being from different backgrounds and, and by them focusing on different things, we gain different insights. Yeah, I think that's awesome.
Um, what particularly did you like this week, Will? Um, you know, I, I thought there was a, a really cool um, story about invitations that was given. And, uh, and the, the chapter itself talks a lot about, uh, about John the Baptist. Um, and it shares a, kind of the record of John the Baptist seeing Christ for the first time. And when he does, he sees, it says that he sees Jesus as he walked and said, and he saith, behold, the lamb of God. And the two disciples that are with him heard him and, and they fought and it says they followed Jesus. And then Jesus turns around and he sees them following him and he says, you know, what do you, what seek ye? And they said unto him, it says, rabbi, which means master, where dwellest thou? And then Christ said unto them, come and see. And I think this is one, a great imitation, right? They dropped everything and followed Christ. They immediately recognized him for who he was. And they'd been looking for a long time for the signs of his, of his coming and for the prophet that was going to be raised up like, like unto Moses. And when they saw him, they knew him and they, and they followed him. Um, but also that it was just a free invitation from the savior to follow him is, is, is really, um, I think it's, I think it's a really comforting and special thing that we need to think about that, that, that invitation is extended to all of us. But what I love most about this invitation is it goes on in the same chapter and it says that Jesus went forth into Galilee and there he, there he findeth Philip and said unto him, follow me. And Philip, it said was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. And then Philip went and he found his friend, Nathaniel, and he said, Nathaniel, we found him. We found the guy that they talk about in, in, in the law of Moses and the, the, the guy that the prophets wrote about, you know, it's Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And it says in uh, verse 46, Nathaniel said unto him, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And then Philip saith unto him, come and see. And I think it's so, so awesome that they use the same invitation here of come and see. And that's an invitation that we've received in the last couple of years in the church um, is to invite others to, to come and to, to feel and to, the, the love that comes from the gospel and, and to see the, the great things that come into your life as a result. And I think the pattern of discipleship is that when we find the savior, we invite other people to come and to do the same thing, um, which is to, to see and feel and know Christ. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I mean, not having served a mission, I feel like I've always not been very good at inviting. Like I've always been a little scared to um, offer that invitation. Um, but recently, I feel like I feel like often when we think about offering invitations and like extending the gospel to other people, we usually think of people who aren't members, people who don't have any like background with the gospel. Um, but recently I found myself in a lot of situations where I have a lot of friends um, who grew up members or later joined the church, um, but who are now uh, just have a lot of questions or um, some who have left, some who are thinking about leaving, some who aren't necessarily thinking about leaving, but they don't feel secure as they once did. And so I've been giving it a lot of thought about how do you continue to invite mm -hmm. people to come and see? And how do you invite people to come and see um, when they've seen before, but maybe they don't see it anymore? Um, and I don't know if you have any insight on that, but yeah, that's just I, something I think I've it was actually a great about. ending to this chapter that, that answers that. Um, which is Nathaniel, and if, if you've seen the Chosen, Cassie, it is a. I really love the the episode of the Chosen about how Christ found Nathaniel. 
because it goes to this great rich plot backstory, which was a little bit fabricated, but um, it talks about, about what Nathaniel was going through at this time and how he was calling out to God. And that was the background of him under the fig tree that we read about in the, in, in verse 50. Um, and that there's some story there that we, we don't know about, but that they expounded upon. Um, but when Nathaniel does come to Christ, um, Christ, you know, Christ says unto him, um, you know, I saw the under the fig tree and Nathaniel is, is so astounded by this, you know, by Christ saying that he, that he was there and he saw him. Um, and, uh, and in that moment proclaims, you know, you are the Christ, you are the son of God. And Christ says to him, you know, because you, because I said, I saw the end of the fig tree, you know, you believe, you know, you're going to see even greater things than these. And the principle there that I think is amazing is, um, you know, to him that believe it's the t- principle of the talents, right? To, to him that believes more is given. And I think that's the great line by line, step by step, small and simple things, uh, message that's given to us over and over again is that we, as we choose to act on, on the light that we're given, we receive more and more. Um, so I think the answer to your question really is, um, is just helping people to make small steps and helping them to, to, you know, put one, one foot in front of the other, um, and just follow that path. Yeah, I think that's great. The last thing I wanted to just mention is I really like in, um, John one, six through nine, um, where I'm reading the Joseph Smith translation, but it's pretty similar. Um, it says, verse eight says, he was not talking about John the Baptist. He was not that light, but he came to bear witness of that light. Um, and I think like that is each of our responsibility as well um, to be not the light, but to be a light uh, to others. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's great. And I think what's great about John the Baptist in this chapter too, is that, that he recognized Christ as that light and he was trying to help other people to find that light. I think that's our great calling. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed these chapters anything else you want to, you know, kind of wrap up here with Cassie or should, should we, uh, close it there? No, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone who did join us this week. It was great to talk about this chapter and we hope you'll join us again for next week. This was uh, John chapter one of the New Testament curriculum. Have a good one.